0: One pill makes you larger And one pill makes you small. And the ones that mother gives you Don't do anything at all Go ask Alice When she's ten feet tall And maybe you go chasing rabbits and you know who
1: It is Saturday afternoon. It is a special matinee edition of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. Usually we'd be on here at 8 p.m. However, we have a long night ahead of us. I'm Elio, he's Ben, and Ben, why do we have a long night ahead of us?
2: Because it is the Extreme Rules pay-per-view tonight. Yes, sir. Not not only do we have to watch that because we have a post-show coming up on Tuesday featuring a returning... Special
1: guest host, my friend Higgins. Yeah, also, so that's, that's going to be fun because we're going to have uh, Ben versus Ash head-to-head in wrestling roulette.
2: Absolutely. I, I'm very excited about that. But, but also, and and ladies, ladies and gentlemen, I, I said this during our last show, but I, I, I firmly believe it now, especially since they ran that... Um, ran that Extreme Rules White Rabbit gimmick, so we kind of know that it's going to be revealed tonight, but it, but let's just say for the sake of argument that it's not, right? If this re- reveal does not turn out to be Bray Wyatt, we are going to have a bigger riot than John Cena at ECW 2006 in the Hammerstein Ballroom. It's going to be Adam Rose. Like yes, that's how bad this this shit is gonna be.
1: Adam Rose is gonna be is a white rabbit, don't you know oh, that? Everyone's saying Bray White, it's not Bray White, it's Adam <laughs> Rose. Uh, uh, don't don't be a loser, Elio. What <laughs> you mean? Don't be a lemon.
2: Yes, because <laughs> there will be some there will be some online idiot on Reddit that will take you seriously, we we don't want
1: that. <laughs> Uh, i think uh, wrestling fans in general are just the, take all of it way too serious they need to relax yeah well
2: i would agree with you on
1: that one all right so I... on this abbreviated uh, version of the show we have an all aew show for, you, for the fans today we have dynamite rampage battle with Belts, We'll be going over NXT Takeover Brooklyn three, and I have the results from last night's Bound for Glory pay per view, which you're gonna be you're gonna be scratching your head at the first match that took place on there.
2: Well, you know, to uh, to be honest with you, I I used to watch Impact slash TNA religiously,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and so I had. I haven't watched it in four or five years. I'm serious. You, you would be lost. I swear. Now, okay. Impact the, originally airs on Thursday nights on Access TV here, okay? Yeah. I don't know if you get Access over there. No. All right. So that airs on Access. So if you don't have Access TV, you don't get to see it on Thursday night, which I don't. So. For me, it, they replay it on Saturday nights at 7 p.m. on this channel I get called Game. And like recorded. But I don't, I don't watch it every week. So like if I really have nothing to do and I'm bored, I'll sit down and check it out. Every time I do, I'm so lost. Yeah, well. That's how bad that show is. like, I am lost. I don't know who's who uh who's feeling with you uh jessica havoc is uh no longer jessica havoc she's just jessica how's that work That's i have weird. no idea she went from, <laughs> she went from being havoc to just being jessica and uh the sakishi splash that she calls her finisher or whatever and she and she's just weird rosemary is like on the fence about Taya valkyrie and Jessica's a uh, tag team. So, well,
2: you know what? I I like ro- Rosemary. I, I uh... do
1: too. And the both <laughs> just it's so confusing and and apparently um, I well we'll get down into that in the Battle for Glory because uh, there's a weird team here in Impact in Wrestling. I can't believe uh, the name of this team. You're gonna be like, what?
2: Yeah, well, I, in all honesty, I have no idea um,
1: of anything regarding impact, so this will be interesting for me. All right. So, uh, do you want to take uh, dynamite, or you want to do rampage?
2: Um, I I can do dynamite. That's fine. All um, right. Let me just uh, pull up the the tab here because I have like five. Tabs open. I
1: have a question. Why do you always have so many tabs open? Every time we're doing our show, we have so many tabs open. Why?
2: (laughs) Because that's just how my computer works. It's an older computer. Um, Let me ask you
1: a question. Now you don't take notes. Now, um, you don't have, um, and I have a. You have an iPhone, right? Yeah. You know they have like these like apps uh, that you can download that you can take notes with your voice. Yeah. So I don't know. I just uh, I was just thinking about that. Maybe that would be helpful.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I, I should I should start doing that because because sometimes using using these uh, written reviews are, are helpful. You know, because it helps me pull out specific uh, spots that right. I want to talk about. But like you know, let, let's say let's say they rate a show an eight that should be rated a five or a six. Then, then i get like very irritated
1: okay i mean i'm, I'm, sure. I'm just saying like uh, i i i can type and do all that but like i even have a voice app on my phone that i just use because i just, uh, sit there lay on my bed watch the shows and just like uh take notes of my voice
2: right well i should i should try that shit sure well that's, that's something for the, for the near future to look yeah. into okay well anyway um while I, while i have more homework to add on top of our usual homework corner let's get into uh dynamite here so we have a, we have an extra 15 minutes added to the special uh 3 year anniversary edition of dynamite and I have, I have, I have to tell you, for all the drama surrounding uh, dynamite uh, going into uh, Wednesday's show, which we'll get into after we review the show. Um, in terms of an on-screen uh, product, I absolutely loved almost everything about this show. Okay. Um so the the opening match which was one of my high points was Wheeler Universe versus MJF
1: for two guys who have nothing to do with each other like and have no program going this match was really great
2: well apparently Apparently they do have some sort of
1: history. No, I mean like outside of that, like I mean they have nothing to do with each other in AEW, like uh, storyline wise, because MJF's feuding with the, the the other members of Blackpool Combat Club. Right. Like Moxley, right? But so that's why that's what I meant like they have nothing to do with each other storyline wise.
2: Right. right. Okay. Gotcha. Um. But you know, I um I really enjoyed this match. You know, I was I wasn't sold on um, this feud to begin with because it it started out with um a verbal sparring session a few weeks ago.
1: Started on the, um oh, what was it that, uh, that one special they had? That's where it started, right?
2: Um, I I, I, I oh yeah, Grand Slam, I think.
1: Grand Slam. That's it. That's where it started with that um, ridiculous interview.
2: Yeah, and and uh, let's just say, um, Wheeler Uday got absolutely slaughtered in this uh, <laughs> back and forth exchange. I we, did like. We- I did
1: like the ending. I liked the ending. Right, the M. Jeff was going to shake his hand and uh and if, then of course uh if we're gonna leave more early attacks and wheeler from behind then you see stokely Hathaway on the apron well yeah but uh,
2: that was uh that was um that was at the end of uh wednesday that wasn't at the end of grand slam
1: no no oh, oh are you still are you still talking about grand slam or are you talking about wednesday
2: well i just don't want people to get confused because i was oh, right, talking right, right, about yeah. grand slam yeah but yeah, um, so the actual match was was um fantastic, yep the more and more I see of um wheel or Yuta, the the more and more impressed I am,
1: yeah, I didn't like um, him when I first saw him, I didn't really see anything, but he's yeah, hes underground uh, me
2: well well the, the thing is when he first came into the company. I'll be honest with you. I had no idea who he was. Had nope, never, did I had never seen him before, so I didn't. I didn't have any anything to um, any kind of measuring stick. You know what I mean? And um, see,
1: while you're talking, I'm just uh, opening up the profile to see like where where else he's been.
2: And um, and so. I was I was just a little bit a little bit lost. And then and then they started talking about, you know, how good he was, and I'm like, Well what evidence do, can they give me to back that up?
1: So apparently he was part of Shakara, C C W Evolve, um GCW, MLW. Okay, so he's been on N R O H.
2: Okay. Um, well, I knew I, I knew about uh, about R- Ring of Honor, of course, because that was part, part of the AEW deal. Because he was uh, he was the Pure Champion before um, Daniel Garcia took it all up. Um, but yeah, th- this match was was awesome. You know, I, I got to, I got to thinking. You know, we really don't don't get to see MJF wrestle um, on oh. Dynamite all too much. Uh, they and they really made a point of, um, of pointing out that mjf hasn't wrestled in 189 days <laughs> now, now oh, of course wow uh, of course that was aided by the fact that he had a contract dispute over the summer yeah um which which th- this is kind of unrelated but just just a real quick sidebar um you know it kind of confused me as to why they had that contract dispute like when they did because his contract doesn't run out until 2024 so to so to have that that dispute smack dab in the middle of 2022 was just a little odd
1: well i'm not gonna say that was all part of the storyline
2: but but do you really think it was all part of a storyline now? Cause that's that's really I like I could see if they turned it into one, but it it, it would have it would have had to have started as something legit,
1: don't you think? Well, maybe that's why that's why they had him cutting that uh, that pipe bomb promo.
2: Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, this this was definitely um, a high point. And I loved how it got some extra time. It, it actually ended up going about uh, 15 minutes. Yep. Um, and then uh, next up, we had Darby Allen versus Jay
1: Lethal, which was a very random pairing. Yeah, I, uh, this I, I put this one as a mildew point because I didn't really – I didn't really like this match. I like Jay Lethal. I just thought this was just a weird match to put there.
2: Yeah, I, um, you know, I, I just, I don't understand what they're doing with Jay Lethal. Now, the one thing that I liked about it is that after the match, when when Jay Lethal lost, which in and of itself, I disagree with, um, because it's Jay fucking Lethal, for fuck's sake. You know, can, can we start getting him in the, uh, in the title picture for the world title, please. I would really appreciate that. Um, but um, you know, so um, Sanjay Dutt was going after him after he took the loss, and um, and so I really hope that's a precursor for him getting away from Sanjay Dutt and uh, Statham Singh. Or or okay. AE, AEW's answer to oh my, I, I just you know, <laughs> I, he can't wrestle worth a fuck, and and you're like, well, which one are you referring to, Sat them or oh my, so I'm referring to both. For your
1: information, <laughs> we we should we should put those two in the ring. That would be terrible.
2: No. <laughs> That that would that would be your designated test break you know, on every single card. No, no, life. hold on.
1: Even better, we have we have Hamas, Satnam Singh, and the Great Kali. Oh
2: God! Can, can you imagine them trying to cut a promo on one another? Let alone <laughs> trying to wrestle? What the fuck? Good God! Um, but then um. Okay, getting away from from the, the visions of absolute terror, uh, that that inspires. Yeah, um,
1: my my we my do enough of that.
2: We actually had a um, we actually had an absolute high point in the TNT's title match between Wardlow and Brian right. Cage.
1: You like that one?
2: Oh, I loved it. Damn. What What do you think?
1: I mean, it was another ran, ran, random match. Uh, like, I guess this was a World's Open Challenge. Yeah. Okay. uh it, yeah. I'd say it was a bit of a, a random like match, but also like it was it was odd seeing um Brian Cage with Prince Nana because we know Tony Blanchard no longer um, managing the, the or whatever what that what that new team faction's called.
2: Well, well, they were totally Blanchard enterprises. Now they're yeah, now that's as, it. The
1: now they're has...
2: the, the embassy.
1: Yeah, that's what they were in our Embassy Prince Nana.
2: Yeah. so it, yeah, that is a weird um, weird person to have as part of uh, Prince Nana's team. but I'll tell you what if it gets Brian Cage back on uh, Aew television. Uh, then I'll take it. Yeah,
1: but I I hate that hair. He needs that hair he's got. He looks like (laughs) Sheamus. Yeah. Well and
2: and the one thing about about Brian Cage is that his his look looks so um um you know just fake and just like so manufactured. But the the bottom uh... The bottom line is that he is he is a, a a freak in terms of what he can do in the ring. Like mm-hmm. he sh- he should not be able to do that. Like for for instance, there was there was one spot in the match where he pulled, um, he um he managed to lift uh, Wardlow from the um from the apron outside the ring all the way to the top turnbuckle all the way over the top turnbuckle for a suplex um superplex inside the ring i like you, you know you shouldn't be able to do that to a guy the size of warlow it was just so i enjoyed this match tremendously uh, yeah. i thought it was very good um and then my next my next high point was the um was the acclaimed
1: segment. Oh, you bad! Come on. Okay, uh, no, the, I know I, I will say okay. The promo wasn't bad. I just felt like it went too long.
2: Well, yes, and and that what I agree with. And then as soon as um as soon as Swerve came out, it was time for it to go. And he had that
1: other idiot Mark Sterling in there.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I see, and, and not to be an asshole, but but and and I I want to get your opinion on on Mark Sterling, but I don't understand why he's employed by AEW. I really don't.
1: You know what? While you're talking, I'm gonna pull up Mark Sterling because I'm just curious about his background. because Because, i just don't get it this guy because you know i was i was watching
2: rampage and typically we don't we don't cover rampage but i figured um since it was um since it was going to lead right into battle of belts i might as well watch it and see if we want to cover it which we which we probably will uh actually we will um so so anyway He's now managing um, Tony Nice and uh, Josh Woods.
1: Okay, and their are their stupid uh, team name.
2: And uh, speaking of that, they're now like the varsity. What, where are they, the varsity? The varsity what? athletes.
1: Right, exactly. Okay, so Ben, now, before you go on, I, I have Mark Sterling's uh, from up. So, Billy, okay. he was trained by Brian Myers and Pat Buck. He made his debut in 2001, and um, his early career was on the independent circuits, wrestling under the name Mark Malibu. Oh, God. So, um, he's uh, been in promotions such as WrestlePro, Creative Pro Wrestling Academy, Let's Create Combat Zone. Uh, he made an appearance for WWE on the on the December second, twenty nineteen episode of Raw, teaming with Mitchell Lyons in a loss to the Viking Raiders.
2: Yeah, oh well, I bet you yeah, that was an unpleasant evening.
1: <laughs> so that's your uh, background of Mark Sterling.
2: I, I love the return of our uh, of our indie spotlight segment. We haven't had that in a while. <laughs> um. But yeah, I um I I, yeah, I I don't get Mark Sterling. I I'm just I'm not in his camp. Nope. Um but um but yeah, I, I really the acclaimed is something that's really growing on me. Um yep. which I wouldn't have expected because when they when they first started I was like eh, 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 eh. Yeah, really, I even even when even when Billy Gunn joined them, I was still kind of yeah, but, you know. Yep.
1: But good for them. Um, I I uh, hold. On. I think before we go on, we should uh go to our first break.
2: Oh okay. I, yeah. Let me um. Let me look. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. I um. I I didn't have you pull up. Yeah. yeah let's um let's do that and then we'll we'll come on back and we'll finish up with our um dynamite review we'll be right back folks
1: all right so on with our review of dynamite Ben, what do we have next so so next up we have
2: hangman page versus roosh
1: hold on let me just i i think there was one before that the six woman tag match Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that that was definitely a low point for me.
2: Yeah, I just, you know, the thing is, um, I don't understand what the what the end game is with, with their women's division,
1: um, and soraya and, and so Britt. That wasn't physical. That was that wasn't like a, That was more like a hockey fight.
2: Um. Yeah, and well, I. I suppose they were trying to answer the question about Serena whether or not she can get it physical or not. Yeah,
1: um, and, but, like, uh, um, and, and like and fans on the internet were like losing their minds after that after that part of the match at the end.
2: Well, you know, what do yeah, you do? Know, yeah, right. You know, but the but the thing the thing for me is as soon as as soon as she got signed i'm thinking well of course she can wrestle because you know if she couldn't wrestle then what the fuck is she doing on on the roster
1: right uh, i know she didn't come back just to be a manager so you know i mean good for her i'm not saying anything bad about her i'm just i'm uh, just saying yeah
2: I, I don't i don't understand the whole all the I don't understand all the pomp and circumstance,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, but um, th- this was this was a pretty good showing for for the ladies. Um,
1: and you like this match?
2: Uh, well, not not in comparison with everything else, okay. uh, but I mean it wasn't bad. Um, the the, the one consistent highlight is Jamie Hader. I yeah. As a matter of fact, I think Jamie Hayter should be the um should be the one to dethrone um Jade Cargill. That would that would be my that would be my pick.
1: Well, apparently, uh, I don't think there's any plans are uh, for her to lose that belt because apparently, uh, she doesn't want to go after the world championship. She said she'll go on after that one when, when she's ready. She wants to make the TBS championship uh, important.
2: Well, well, I gotta be honest with you, and I, I definitely want to um, want to get your opinion on Jade Cargill, but I, I I don't think she's succeeding with making the title important. No, because she does not have competitive matches. She doesn't have good matches no. um, at all. Like I get the appeal of of Jade Cargill because she does have that look, and she does have charisma that's off the charts. But in terms of an in, 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 in ring uh, performer, her um, her abilities don't match her booking. Yeah. Uh, what are your What are your thoughts on? Yeah, Cargill? I know.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm not. a yeah, her matches are not good. No. Not at all. Um, so next we had uh, Adam Page and Roosh. And this
2: this was the epitome of
1: a, of a
2: random booking. Uh, I, um, I'm i a really big fan of Roosh. Um, so you're not going to Hear me complain. Um, I I would like I would like to see him eventually get into the world title picture. Um, I don't. Switching topics to uh, Hangman before we get to the to the actual match. Um, I don't. I don't understand why he is in this position with John Moxley right now because it's it's so obvious that John Moxley is not going to going to lose right. in this situation because we just got done with all the hot potatoing of the world title between Punk and Moxley,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, you know. So I'm not sure why we're putting Page in this position to lose. Um, but, uh, you know, it it is what it is. It's one way to go with it, but, you know, where, where we go with, with, um, with Hangman Page after this program with Moxley is anybody's guess, but he certainly wasn't going to lose with Roosh, um, going into his match with Moxley in, in, uh, two weeks. So, so there were no surprises here. Mm-hmm. Um, go, going, going um, on, going into the next one. This thing with Luchasaurus and, and, and this and, match was stupid.
1: I well, totally, well, well, twenty three well, seconds and Luchasaurus. This heel Luchasaurus is not working. Okay.
2: Okay. And and the thing is, right? So first he was faced, then he then, then he was healed, then he was faced. Now he's healed again. <laughs> okay. They shouldn't. They shouldn't have ever had him turn healed the first time, if he wasn't gonna go all the way. This this final heel turn would have been so much more effective had they just kept him healed the first time.
1: And let me ask you, what happened to, what, what happened to Fuego Del Sol? They made such a big deal about him a while back, and now look at him. They're feeding him to luchasaurus.
2: Well, well, now because to me, to me, the only reason why they made Fuego Del Sol a big deal for a brief period of time was that he was Sammy Camara's you know, he was Sammy Gomara's buddy. Um, you know, I never really saw the big deal with Sammy no. Guevara. I mean... I mean, if I wrestled Fuego del Sol, I could break
1: him in half. <laughs> I mean, I, I yeah, look. Well, you know what? I'm gonna book that match after the show. Ben Pierce versus Fuego del Sol.
2: I mean, I make I make Fuego del Sol look like a shrimp. I mean, I mean, it's just ridiculous. And. um So, yeah, this was definitely a low point because I I just don't understand what they're doing. Um, And then, main event-wise, this pisses me off to the point where I don't even want to review the match. Instead,
1: this should not have uh, taken place. It should have replaced Sammy Guevara. If you're going to send Andrade home, you send Sammy home as well. Why is he still there? Thank you. And actually... This is the perfect launch off point for
2: um, for our sidebar discussion about what happened prior to Dynamite going on the air. So, again, once again, we have a backstage fight happening in AEW. Um, this was the result of a social media back and forth between. Andrade and um, Sammy Guevara, which got started because Sammy complained about Andrade hitting too hard, um, which, which is not something you put on social media. If you have a problem with how somebody uh, ha- handles themselves in the ring, you have you take it up with that person face to face, not on social media. Um, So then, as a result, they have a back and forth, which pretty much ends with Andrade saying, uh, saying, when I see you on Wednesday, I'm going to kick your ass. Well, somebody on the AEW management side of things should have seen this coming from, you know, 200 miles away and been there to prevent this from escalating to a physical confrontation. Now, apparently... Uh, because I was confused as to why Sammy Guevara wasn't sent home along with Andrade apparently the the answer to that question was because um, Sammy did not throw a punch however however according to what I was reading it was um, it was a shove from Sammy Guevara which which started off the physical confrontation. So I, either way, I think both of them should have been sent home. Um, you know, I think I think neither one of them should have been at Dynamite to begin with uh, as punishment for their um, behavior online, mm-hmm. because it, it reflects so poorly on the company. Especially on the heels of what happened um, at All Out. You know, I mean, for God's sake, we still have legal ramifications coming as a result of that.
1: Which they uh I think they were uh, put a hold on that. I think I read, I don't
2: know. Well, well that's a, a different story for a different time.
1: Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying, uh, I, I thought I read something
2: like that, but. Yeah, that's I just. Well, another show. But, um,. You know, it's just I'm getting so tired of these um, backstage bullshit stories with AEW because
1: I'm getting I, tired of this company because it's not fun to watch the product with all these with all this stuff there that you hear about and read about every day. Well, and 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 the bottom line is.
2: The, the the and i and i know that i know that this is unfair and i i know that going in um but i'm i'm going to i'm going to say this because this is how business works the fault of of this has to lay at the feet of tony khan tony yeah. khan has to take control of of his locker room, and, and if he can't, one that makes him look pathetic, yeah, because because he can't be a boss because he, he would rather be friends, he, and and two, two, if he can't do it, he should at least hire somebody who who can take charge of this thing.
1: He'd rather uh, do interviews and then uh, take shots at WB, then fix his own company. Yeah, well, that, that that's terrible. Like he doesn't have to do every podcast or every interview show.
2: Well, you know, I I I agree with you. I just I'm just kind of done with the backstage bullshit. Yep. Um. You know, I because because it over it overshadows everything else that they have going on and like for instance this show dynamite was awesome you know they have their three-year anniversary show which is a big fucking deal and and the perform the performers did a great fucking job of making that a very successful show and nobody's talking about that they're talking about sammy guevara and fucking andrade acting like fucking children Mm-hmm. So that that's my biggest problem. Um so um moving on to uh to Friday night's activities.
1: All right, let me just pull that up.
2: You wanna do SmackDown
1: first? Um No, you know what? Let's get all the AEW out of the way. And okay. then uh, we then we do SmackDown. Because then SmackDown will lead into NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. Okay. All right, so go on. I'm just pulling up the Rampage results.
2: Okay, so I'll I'll, I'll do Rampage and then you do Battle of the Belts. Okay. Okay. Um. So Rampage got started with um, Blackpool Combat Club. Versus I just have, have
1: a question: Was this live or no, or was this uh, recorded?
2: I believe it was live.
1: Okay. Go on. Um
2: so it got started with Blackpool Combat Club versus Roosh and Private Party. Mm-hmm. And um at first I was thinking, why the fuck is Roosh um teaming up with Private Party? But uh, the answer to the answer to that is because um Roosh is also a part of Un-
1: the Andrade family office. Oh, that's right. Wait, they're, they're still doing that one? The Andrade family office?
2: Yeah. And, and But now, also on Rantage, it looks like they're trying to get Matt Hardy back involved with that storyline because Matt Hardy was seen backstage talking to a private party which was broken up by, by, uh, Mark Shirley.
1: Oh my God. I thought that, I thought, okay. I thought Matt Hardy turned the face and now he's going to go back to being a hill. He's another flip flop, like the big show. But, it, but anyway, um, <laughs> So, so the funniest
2: part of this was before the match even got started. You know how they're having this really funny um, love affair between William Regal and Excalibur. Yep. Well, this week, um, this week he called Regal called Excalibur a quote caramel cheesecake that he would let melt in his mouth oh no oh as hard as I tried to get that disgusting imagery out of my head (laughs) good god let's move on with the rampage with you Uh, so yes Blackpool Combat Club versus Roosh and Private Party um this this was okay um you know i i just um i'm trying to i'm trying to figure out what what the overall point of it was because i i i don't i don't think the Blackpool combat Club and the Andrade family office are feuding so i'm I'm trying to figure out what the point of the match was mm-hmm. but, but in in, in ring wise it was it was it was nothing to complain about um next up we have the varsity blondes versus the varsity athletes which which
1: ridiculous
2: which now apparently uh, the varsity blondes will no longer be allowed to use that moniker because Mark Sterling has trademarked the term varsity
1: so So what are are they going to call themselves then or are they even going to are they even a team anymore after that
2: well, I don't, I don't know, but, but here, here's an even, here's an even bigger question: oh. is, um, is uh, Mark Strolling going to go after every middle school and high school in the country that uses the term junior varsity and varsity to describe their sports teams, right? Because <laughs> if that's the case, that's a lot of money, You're right? So, Jeez. um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say that this match was a low point because, um, you know I just I don't care. It it, it was it was a one minute and fifty six second squash match. Well, it's, to-
1: it's Tony Nice. I've never been a fan, anyways.
2: Well, he's a very good professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to take that away from him, but. This this tag team situation that he, he, he has with Josh Woods is very confusing. Okay. Number one. And number two, anyone that Mark Sterling is paired with automatically it means I give fifty percent less of a fuck. Because Mark Sterling just pisses me the fuck off. <laughs> yep. um, but um but then from one low point to another, uh, Tay Mello and Anna J versus Madison Rain and Sky Blue. Ugh, okay, nobody gives a fuck, and no. this match still got seven
1: minutes and forty-eight I seconds. Mean, Madison Rain, do we really care about Madison Rain? And she well, was she was fine uh, once, uh, like uh, during the early days of Impact. Now it's like whatever.
2: Well well the the issue that you have with um, with uh, Madison Rain I have an issue with um, with Tay Melo and Anna J and they suck.
1: Well, yeah. They can't wrestle. Oh, so, NNJ so. can cut a promo. Stop. You know what? I'm going to choke you out. I'm going to choke you out. I'm going to choke the cameraman out. No, no. <laughs> Stop.
2: Jeez. No. Um, and and so, so that's why they have they have these two girls working with Madison Madis Rain. That That's why. Because yeah. they're trying to get them to improve. Um but I that might be a losing battle. That's like that that's like throwing money into a black hole expecting to make bank. That's that's not going to that's not going to work very really well. Um so yeah, this match sucked. And at this point in time, uh this is where I, I messaged Elio on Facebook and I said, you know, do you even want to cover rampage? And uh, you know, originally we had agreed not to, but then uh, here, here we are, and we're covering our end just to uh fill out the show and make it more entertaining no, for not, you.
1: Now, Ben, you know how they call energy energy, AS, right? Yeah, I've got uh, the like the card pulled up in front of you right now, they actually have a list of energy AS. Oh,
0: for
2: <laughs> fuck's <dang. laughs>
1: sake. <clears throat> Kill me now.
2: Just murder me. <laughs> okay. What? What, I, what? The best thing I can say about this match, folks, is at least we didn't have to, have to see uh, Tay Conti and Sammy Guevara make
1: out. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you! That's why they're in the book. I know. As friggin Sammy and Tide's tongue-twisting.
0: <laughs>
1: that's um, that's uh literally what we call it, yeah, well, it's
2: disgusting <laughs> um, but then uh next up, I believe we had uh yeah let me just make that, sure I that, get the, that's get the that, match it right yeah.
1: triangle versus dark
2: order, so next up we had the um yeah dark water versus that triangle in the main event. Yep. This was this was one of the high points of the of uh rampage for sure. Uh, I love Death Triangle absolutely. Um yep. And um, yeah, this was. Uh, it's not hard to get a high point on Rampage because if you have a solid wrestling match, you're going to be a high point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 these and these teams are incapable of having a bad wrestling match. And 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 so, so I wasn't gonna bring this up, but you know, I, I I feel like being an asshole, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna bring this up. Now, out of fairness, I'm not gonna mention the website that I'm using to re- to review this show, but the overall score out of ten mm. that was given to Rampage. Oh, no. And keep in mind, we don't review this show regularly, and we almost didn't review this show. This show was given a seven point five out of ten. What?
0: <laughs>
2: First of all, in what world do you live in, and what are you smoking? Uh, and 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 here's the here's the um and here's the um the rationale for that for that rating. Are you ready for that, Leo? Oh,
3: boy. Okay.
2: So, and I quote, maybe it was the live aspect or having some more star power around here, but this was a better rampage than most. What mattered the most here was that the show felt more energized, which has been lacking some in recent weeks. Good show as the two six-man tags made it work with the bigger names helping a lot. Uh, kill us now. <laughs> I just I don't understand these
1: people. <laughs> oh I, I don't I, get it. I, I really don't understand. Alright. Um, you know what? Let's just move on to freaking battle of the belt and is this uh my over with so we can get into the fun part absolutely all right so battle of the belt which aired right after because they didn't want to air on the same day as extreme rules because apparently tony khan took it as a personal attack that uh wb air worlds collide on the same day as all out no. uh no tony you're not that special don't worry I know seriously (laughs) I don't think they they woke up that morning thinking we should air the show on this date because all out is on no I don't think they were thinking that at all so I don't know where he gets his uh
3: no No. so
1: (laughs) battle of the belts four we had Park, still a double champion, as he retained the All-Atlantic Championship, uh, defeating Trent Barretta. And you know what? When was the last time we saw this championship? Why does this championship exist? That, that's my question. Because... because it's hardly ever defended. If you don't watch every single wrestling in the world, you would never see this championship be defended unless you watched every single company.
2: Well, to your point, I think, um, I think it is largely defended overseas. But that's what I'm saying. We never get
1: to see that them though.
2: Yeah, exactly. Which is which is why is this why is this belt, um, championship whatever you want to call it, sanctioned by AEW? I don't understand it. Yep. And then because when it, when it is defended on. Um, on TV, I, um, you know, it's, it's hard for me to take it seriously. And the other part that's hard for, for me to take serious is, um, and and I, I I don't mean this as an insult to Trent I mean this as an honest question. Um, what has he done to deserve a, a, a title shot? Nothing.
1: <laughs> Be a best friend, I guess. I don't know.
2: So, so I mean, was it was it a good match? Yes, it was extremely solid, and I I would I would rate it as a much higher than the majority of action that we saw um, throughout the evening. You know, we got we got four hours of of wrestling between SmackDown, uh, Dynamite, and 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 uh, not. I'm sorry, not dynamite, SmackDown, Rampage, and Bell of the Belt. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, this is, it's just, um, you know, somebody has to explain to me why these matches are taking place. Give me a reason to, to emotionally invest in these things. Speaking of emotionally investing, otherwise known as who could possibly give a
1: single fuck? Uh, Willow
2: Nightingale versus Jade
1: Cargill. Number one, I'm not a fan of Willow Nightingale. Number two, this match got way too much time—seven minutes and thirty seconds. Well, I, I'm sorry. What, what was your first question? I said, number one, I'm I'm not a fan of Willow Nightingale. Number two, oh. this match got long more time than it should have. It's seven minutes and thirty seconds.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, and I just. I don't get it, because once again, and I, I know I sound like a broken record, folks. I I under, I understand it, and you know if I if I get a little repetitive, it's because I I get so I get so annoyed, and and I I would really I would really appreciate an honest answer to this question. Um. Uh, what has Willow Nightingale done to earn a TBS title shot?
1: Right. I don't get the character.
2: I I don't either. You know I, your guess is as good as mine. And you know if if you're gonna the 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 other thing too is regardless of who the challenger is, regardless of what the title is that that you're you're fighting for. If you're only gonna have one week prior to a match taking place for for a, ch- a challenger to be built up, I gotta tell you, Elio, that doesn't that doesn't say much for the value of the title that you're competing for. Uh-huh. Because what the fuck? Um, and speaking. This, and and I I didn't even say that with with the next segment in mind, but this this perfectly illustrates my point. Ah, Happy accidents are the best sometimes. Oh, God. Check check this
1: out. This is glorious. So post-match, guess who comes out? I'm 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 sorry. This was uh, this is still the Jake Kongo match. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh. So post match we get
2: Vicky Rowe with her screeching, "Excuse me!" Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and and here comes here comes Nyla Rose, and she steals the TBS title. And, <laughs> And Jade Cargill was looking around like a lost baby bird.
1: <laughs> Wait, Night of the roses back. You know this shit is terrible.
2: Way to make your champion and your championship look valuable. God, man. All <laughs> right. shit is... so obviously, finally, we get to a good fucking wrestling match. Uh, possibly, possibly the highlight of the entire evening between SmackDown, uh, Battle of the Belts, and Rampage um, was, was the Ring of Honor tag team titles The Gates of Agony versus FTR. I gotta tell you, folks, and, and this is my own fandom coming out, um, but I could watch FTR wrestle a pair of broomsticks and it would be my match of the night. What are he the other
1: guys? What Bishop Khan and uh Tonya, to, 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 to.
2: Well, I yeah, I think they renamed Khan because this is the first time that I can recall him being being called Bishop Khan.
1: Yeah, they because originally he was, he was just Khan.
2: Yeah. Um. But yeah, I uh. And speaking of Khan, I mean I mean, I mean, usually I don't do this, but have you noticed how built that motherfucker is? Yep. I mean, good God, I would not want to run into him in a dark alley. Jesus oh. Jesus Christ. oh my God, oh, I just know, I, I'm sorry I'm sorry. I just noticed something. What's LAO, that? A a show that had FTR in the main event was ranked lower than Rampage.
3: Oh. Oh, wow. This
2: this show, Battle of the Belts, was ranked a 7, whereas Rampage was was ranked a uh, 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 or no, I'm sorry. Rampage was ranked a 7.5 and Battle of the Belts was ranked a 7. And, wow. and, and right before we go off the air, let me, let me read you the rationale for this. Okay. And I quote, Battle of the Belts continues its undefeated streak of having decent to good wrestling and feeling like absolutely nothing that happened here mattered in the slightest.
1: So, so, okay. I'm sorry, okay. you're saying something. Uh, I must have uh, dozed off because that review made no sense. So
2: if, if that's the case, if, that just, if that's the first sentence of your review, then why is it a seven? <laughs> they are reaching the point of being beneath the revival of Saturday Night's Main Event, and this is not a place you want to be. The fact that there has been one title change plus one vacant Title I out of 11 title defenses in the history of this show has something to do with it, but if the shows have to exist, Please come up with a way to make them matter because these things feel like a big waste of time. I agree. <laughs> I,
1: I, Wait, I, first uh, they said it. Uh, so first they they said that they liked it and it continues on the feed week Now that now they call it a waste of time.
2: But they, so I agree with them, but but they rated it a seven out of ten.
1: The fuck? <laughs> Am I missing something? Uh, 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 Jesus right. Oh. Jesus Christ. All right.
2: I don't know what to say. And, and with that, let me take a moment to, to, to uh you know, to, to collect myself as um, I'm getting signals from our executive producer to go off the air into commercial.
1: All right. So we'll be back shortly. All right, we're going to get into Friday Night Smackdown. And um, this, uh, I really have don't really have any low points. Uh, if I do, it's like one low point, then uh, we're going to get into them. But starting with the high points, I have Solo Score and Ricochet.
2: Absolutely.
1: And uh, by uh, that scary spot uh, where uh, Ricochet landed on his, his neck outside oh yeah yeah That was uh even the, the announcers were said it was a miracle that he can he continue after the commercial
2: yeah definitely
1: it always it always makes
2: me so nervous when when people get hurt like that right yeah
1: and uh, uh f- we had a uh, raquel rodriguez and shot scene signing the villains i uh throwaway match the New Day and Braun Strowman <laughs> it's a bloodline wasn't bad. But uh one low point I have, and I don't usually do this, but the opening segment with the bloodline only because Logan Paul came out and why are we focusing on Crown Jew all the night before we have extreme rules?
2: Thank you. Thank you. Cause I, I was gonna I was gonna say the same thing. So I have, I have never in the history of bloodline and I don't think you have either I, I don't think we've ever had a bloodline
1: segment be a low point ever nope um I, I do love Sammy though when he the, when uh, he the, when he's on the mic he's hilarious he calls Logan Paul my dog. <laughs>
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sammy is absolutely tremendous.
1: I I I love his work. I think he's doing the best work of his career. And you know just wing it. like you know, you get to the point where you think that the J and Sammy story is like getting tired and like going stale, they always find a way to like refresh it. Yes. So, uh, and my final high point, Seamus and Walter. See how yes. I struggled to call him, come Yeah,
2: I um, I absolutely loved this match. I could, wow. I could.
1: his Seamus' chest and all the, the yeah. lights, blood bloods, bloods. Yes, I did. Yes, oh I my did. God. The, I mean, the
2: respect that I have for these two men, and what they're able to do in the ring and what they're willing to do in the ring is just, it, it's absolutely tremendous.
1: And do... we delivered the 10 beats uh, first on the top rope, then the, then the bottom rope. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, you know, th-
2: 30 beats of the Bower, and I think uh, that's the, the, the record. <laughs> um, uh, previous record was from a few weeks ago. That was 25 beats. But yeah, my absolute favorite part of uh, of the entire wrestling evening was the uh, Walter versus Sheamus match. That was, I mean, it, it's just an absolute classic. Every time they step in in, in between the
1: ropes. Now we're going into the my little point, and that is the hit row segment and the legato Fantasma debut. And I'll tell you why. Because where was Electra Lopez? There was no Electra Lopez.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I can understand why they bought in Selena Vega, but
1: I um, but I do
2: think it's very unfair for them to just replace Alexa Lopez. Yeah,
1: they 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 have to explain that to us how like how what she has to do with this group because uh, if you know if you just leave it the like the way it is with no explanation. You know, and uh, and uh, they said that they changed these plans like twenty four hours before this show because yeah. the original plans were to have Electra on there. Yeah,
2: well, I um, you know, and I don't have a problem. You know, please don't misunderstand. Part of me likes the fact that Selena is in there. Like, I love Selena Vega. Yeah. Um, but it's just, you know, I also really liked Electro Lopez and what she brought to the table. And I, I don't see Electro Lopez as a downgrade um for um for Legato the, the Fantasma So um I would like an explanation there, but at the same time I am not going to complain that Selena Vega is involved because of her history. Yep. And what she brought to the table for on Friday and, and um and what she did for um for Humberto and angel garza, I thought she elevated them, and I'm sure I know she's gonna elevate Santos Escobar yeah um so you know i it it might just be a it it might just be a case of um
1: of well, odd, of mean, odd they, woman out Well, they might they may even uh, bring like train later on you never know.
2: Yeah, but you know, it, it, unf- unfortunately for Elektra, it just it might be a case where somebody felt that Selena was a little bit stronger in the role. Um, but I, but I never thought that Elektra was bad at what she did. So you know, I in a way I feel bad for. Her.
1: Now, okay, um, Ben, we're, let me just make sure to that we're recording. Yes, we are. Yeah, we're recording because I'm going to give another high point to the Maximum Male model segment backstage with LA Knight making his return. Yes. Don't no call him no Max, Max
2: Dupree. Yes.
1: No more Max Dupree. LA I, Knight. I am so happy about that, my friend. He's going to take care of all the dummies. I, I, I'm so happy. Yes. Because...
2: Uh, the the maximum male model bullshit was just unbelievably bad. Like the, and they're, the, they're still, still, they're still going to go ahead and with Maxime
1: Dupree. <laughs> I mean, well, really? Why?
2: Well, that's my question. But, um, you know, I, I, do, I do feel bad for uh, for Massey and Mansoir having to continue with the gimmick <laughs> Bonsoir, Mansoir. But um, you know, I'm sure we'll see him in uh, Saudi Arabia. But that—I'm was...
1: no, sure we will. But uh, yeah, that is one show that we won't be covering then. So if, yeah, you, if just... you want those results, you're gonna have to. The only time we'll tell you to look elsewhere because we won't be doing that here.
2: Yeah, I just uh, I'm I'm sorry, folks. I I just have a legit a legitimate problem with WWE conducting business in Saudi Arabia. I can't believe they're
1: still doing that, even uh, with the Triple H now in charge of everything. Like you would think that that would be one of the first things that they would like totally wipe out. But I guess they can do that. No, I mean, and I I mean, I
2: get that from a. Ton- from a contractual uh,
1: perspective but it's just i don't know. Mm-hmm. All right, so that is our review of smackdown unless there's anything you want to add. I mean did you have did you give your low points high points? Uh no, i did not. All right, go go ahead. So um my uh my
2: my first high point goes to Um, Ricochet and Solo Sokoa. Yep. Um, uh, secondly, I have to give it to, um, to Gunther and, uh, Seamus.
1: Oh, you did it. You did it. I I, I caught that. Yeah, I know.
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) and then, um... And then also, I, I give a high point to the uh, Drew McIntyre and uh, Kieran Gross. Oh yeah, thing. yes. Um, that was, I I thought that was absolutely uh, brilliant. And now, do, what... do do
1: do, do, we, do we get a heel turn from Drew tonight? You think or? Um, I don't
2: know if it happens tonight, but I think I think it happens as a result of this feud. I think
1: maybe next week, next Friday, maybe
2: um but um it, it would definitely it would definitely be interesting but but the one thing that makes me think that he might not at least during this feud is because if he did it, it would be it would be heel versus heel and that typically doesn't work yeah that would- so could i see him turning as a result of this feud sure but during the feud no does does that make sense yep um, so yeah, this is this is one of the matches that I think could be a uh, a sleeper hit for Extreme Rules tonight.
1: Uh, and of course, we all saw the White Rabbit video and the QR code.
2: Yeah, which, um, which confirmed that Bray Wyatt, because if it's not Bray Wyatt, people are going to riot. See what I did there? <laughs> um... <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, that he's gonna debut tonight, and I I am so excited. Yeah, you know, and and you know, they, I will give WWE credit for this. I think that they have done a phenomenal job in terms of building up uh, Bray Wyatt's return. So the- uh,
1: actually, let me give you um what uh, what the guys were talking about in uh, our group chat that uh, we have a sure. messenger. Okay, sure. So we're talking about Bray White now. Remember uh, Finn had the purple X shirt on on Monday night? Yeah. So on Raw, Finn had the purple X shirt and in the video, the rabbit went through a purple X. So if the Fiend shows up, uh, do you think it could happen during the Finn Balor Edge match? Maybe. but then, But then again, if
2: he were to show up, this would be my pick. Okay. I I would have him show up during the carrying uh, a cross match. Oh. Because okay. I because I I I do think I do think it would be very cool for carrying cross
1: and Scarlet to be involved with the White Rabbit storyline. Either way, I think uh, weird things are going to happen throughout this whole pay per view. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be some like weird stuff going on like, uh, I, from, from beginning to end, like, more, like I, uh, video-wise, QR code stuff.
2: absolutely agree, and and for me, th- this is like a can't-miss show tonight. Yep. I I I can't tell you how excited I am so for the show.
1: So that is uh, SmackDown, No, we're not going to get into our retro... A retro review and this week we have NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3.
2: Absolutely. And um, you know, so, I right off right off the right off the bat, one of the one of the high points was Johnny Gargano versus Andrade um CN Almas. Um because
1: that's a name we haven't heard in a while.
2: Yes. You know, and this match really shows how good Andrade can be. Um, you know, and, and the 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 fact that that he has not been elevated by his AEW run uh-huh. is is absolutely mystifying. Uh-huh. And while while I while I don't condone. Um, you know what what I view as unprofessional behavior um you know getting into backstage fights and stuff like that and you know spats on social media and stuff like that yep um, you know I, I can I can certainly understand um, him being frustrated by his current uh, position because he, Legitimately, and this match with Johnny Gargano is just one of many, many examples. He is entirely too talented to be in the position that he is. Yep. Um and this this was an absolutely fantastic. Fantastic
1: match. So um before uh, before before going, actually while you're talking, I'm gonna pull this card up on the wrestling data website so we can go through the the ratings. Right. Well while you're no while you're uh, so um the first match, well first kickoff the kickoff match, it was only one. And it was one of my favorites, Peyton Royce. Oh God! What? Oh God! Peyton Royce defeating Sarah Logan.
2: Yeah. Speaking of of Sarah Logan, she might be
1: returning soon. We saw uh, a pair, pair, paired with the Viking Raiders, which yeah, makes we, sense.
2: We yeah we saw um a uh what appeared to be a Viking Raiders return promo, um your
1: name is back down i think all right um sorry, if i'm just uh trying to find this here on uh, the website i guess uh it's not uh listed for nxt all right so no worries uh we'll just uh, go on uh so the second match on the kickoff we had Pete Dunne and Wolfgang defeating Mustache Mountain. You do not um, watch the kick. You not watch the That's right.
3: No, no, I did not.
1: All right. So, so you already went over the first match on the card on Friday and Johnny Gargano. That's yeah. why it's. Lit. That's why it looks like the first match for me because it's listed as three when it's uh, when it's actually the first one on the main show. Okay. So. Okay, I'm confused. Uh, on this one, who were the heels and who were the faces? i I know sanity where there was a heel, so that means authors of pain were the faces?
2: No, no, they were both heels.
1: Oh okay, yeah, so if, uh, a heel versus heel match for the tag team championships, sanity defeating the authors of pain.
2: Yeah, and this was this was one of the best matches I, I had seen from both teams. Um and I I think I think both of these teams are the epitome of the term "wasted opportunity." Um, I I loved both of these teams, uh-huh. um, especially Sanity. I was a big Sanity guy. Yep. Um, and um, you know, seeing Nikki Cross in this role certainly made me miss her because this. Hopefully, so if we get that one back, because this Nikki Ash business is. This almost a superhero
1: thing is enough to make me gag. <laughs> All right. I of course you had Alistair Black and Hideo and Tommy.
2: Which to, to me, this was if 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 I was to recommend and and let me let me back up a minute. I know that we don't go move by move with these no. things and yep especially with the retro reviews, I, I want to explain why. Because, you know, all of these are available on the, um, on the, uh, former De- on the former WWE Network, the, the Peacock thing. And, um, the WWE
1: Network for the fans up here.
2: Yes. And, um, and I I feel like it would it would add so much time to the show to go move by move when you guys when you, when you all are witnessing the moves and it's a
1: twenty four hour marathon I was talking about if exactly that
2: <laughs> and um <laughs> and I I don't want to do that and I know, oh. I know that that's much my uh, Canadian co host chagrin. Um, but when i when I am talking about these matches, if if I recognize something as being good, I would rather just tell you, go back and watch this. This was badass. Yep. versus versus taking ten to fifteen minutes to go move by move. Now, th- now there are certain moves that I will point out because they are badass, and there are a few in this Alistair Black versus Hideo itami Matchups and I'm I'm gonna spotlight for you, but you know overall I'm just not gonna go move by move because then we'd be here for an extra two hours and nobody wants that. No.
1: Nope.
2: Um. You know we're not we're not Jim Cornette and Brian Last or uh we're not Jim Ross and whoever he has on his show. You know, cause some of those go five hours and I'm like, who has the patience? Yeah, to... no,
1: we we, we don't nah. do that.
2: Uh, but, um, but yeah, Aleister Black versus Hideo Itami was the, was the match of the night for me. And, uh, I'm not sure why Hideo Itami didn't, uh, didn't hit in the WWE. I know he had a lot of, uh, injury issues uh-huh. um, during his time. So I think, I think that definitely played a role, but I do wish that he had, he had been, um better spotlighted okay um and and it, it it because because it's interesting because the review that i'm looking at said that this was the worst match of the show um but i i can't i could not possibly uh disagree any stronger um i thought that this was the best match on the show but shows shows different strokes for different folks um, and some of the, uh, some of the moves that I want to point out in this one was there was a, uh, really cool looking, um, guillotine, uh, knee drop that, uh, Hideo Itami hit, mm-hmm. and of course, the black mass that was hit to end the match after, after, um, Hideo Itami was demanding respect, um... Was just it was hilarious because he was just screaming at the fans and then he turns around and just eats a boot and it was (laughs) so it's hard for me to describe it in in justice on air but the way that it came off was just absolutely hilarious.
1: All right, then we had Oscar and Ember Moon for the NXT Women's Championship.
2: Um. Yeah, and, and, and this was another fantastic match. Um and but it also highlights the issue that I have with Asuka now. We we know how great Asuka is, and I am not here to indict Asuka in any capacity, so please don't misunderstand me here. But the version of Asuka that we get on the main roster is an absolute joke compared to the one that we got during her NXT run. Mm -hmm. The only person who compares to Asuka during an NXT run is Shayna Baszler. But um, Asuka is the OG when it comes to um, NXT badassery and you knew that as a, as a woman when you were wrestling uh, Asuka on an NXT takeover that you were a made woman oh my
1: God. okay Ben it took a while but I found the uh, preview on that website so I'm just going to recap the matches we already covered and i uh, give you the ratings cool all right, so Peyton Royce sarah Logan on the kickoff. Seventy-five percent give it a two star. Okay. Pete Dunham Wolfgang versus mustache Mountain. Eighty percent give it a three star match. Now we get into the main show. Andrade and Channing Gargano. How many stars do you give it? I I would give it a four star. And fifty-six percent agree with you. They give it a four star. Cool. Right, next we had uh, Sanity and Oscars of Pain. How, what do you give this one?
2: I would have given that a three-star.
1: 67% gave it a four. Okay. Alistair Black versus Hitney and Tommy, what do you give this one? I, I, I gave that a four-star. And 63% gave it a four-star. Now we just went over Oscar and Ember Moon. Give the, what do you give this one?
2: Um, I give it a four. mean, okay,
1: this one was split. So, with forty-seven percent giving it a five, and forty-seven percent giving it a four. Yeah, this
2: this match was fantastic. Um, this is definitely one of those matches where I don't even want to talk about it because I feel like anything I say about it is just not going to do it justice. But, like I said, in comparison to the Oscar that we get now, I mean, this it, it, nothing can hold a candle to the NXT version of Asuka. Like now, she just jumps around and gibber jabbers like a baby, and then
1: you yep. uh, <laughs> <laughs> know, I don't,
2: I don't, I don't understand it. No disrespect to to Oscar whatsoever. I'm not making fun of her because she's she. she she speaks a different language. You know or what?
1: I have a that she, down the road, she can turn heel and join the damage control.
2: Well, well, I, I don't. Know. I, I honestly, I don't know if that would be a
1: good thing for oh, her. Elliot, pair, because... pair, pair, pair her back up with the Ego Sky again, with the history there.
2: Well, yes, and there absolutely is um, history there with the, with the three tails. Uh, Action along with Eo um, uh, Sky's sister in Japan, but um, but I don't, I don't I don't know if I don't know if that would work with their current characters. I, I think I think Asuka is just a little too goofy um, right right now. And would I would I welcome a more serious Asuka without the <laughs> yeah I would. Uh, but
1: it, it's just that an isolated sound clip right there. <laughs> Anytime we get something that just makes no sense, I can just insert Ben mm-hmm. in there. Uh. but it's just I, I, I don't I don't know.
2: Like just watching this match made me miss this version of Asuka. And you know, wh- and why why we can't get Athena in AEW acting like this, I I don't I don't know like like Athena, AKA Ember Moon, should be at the top of the women's roster, and what the fuck is she doing? Like I I hate I I cannot describe to you the hatred I have for how AEW books their women's division. It, it is just. Absolutely awful. But getting back to our retro NXT review, um let's let's finish that off. Mm-hmm. Um we had the main event which was the NXT uh title match, Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Roode. And this might surprise some people, but to to me, this was the low point of the evening. Not oh. that, not that the match was bad, and I'm not talking about anything that took place after the match. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just talking bell to bell. Yeah. Um. It, I. I felt it went too long. Um, number one, that was my number one issue. Um. I felt that it was a little too slow. Um. And and you know it was just a little bit um too predictable it was very obvious that Drew McIntyre was gonna win. Now now as to um as to the, the things that happened after the fact with the debut of of um, Adam Cole, you know, I you know that made me jump up and down in happiness and yay and, and bongo monkey myself, you know, in, into oblivion. That was great. Um but you know I just um I love Adam Cole, and speaking of Adam Cole, um, this this match made me miss him. Where the fuck is Adam Cole on uh, uh, on AEW television? Exactly. How the, uh, I mean this in all seriousness, folks. How the fuck do you not book Adam Cole? on AEW television on a weekly goddamn basis. Mm-hmm. Look, like I, I know you I know you had him, but the last time you saw him he was uh he had attacked the um the elite and you know with with the rest of red dragon and blah blah blah. Yep. But we 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 have not seen him since okay why why i i don't understand like did did tony khan have a lobotomy that hasn't been reported yet <laughs> what is with his inability to book adam cole what is with his inability to book Wardlow? what is with his inability to book brian cage uh and, and any number of other talent on his fucking show Oh, and t- speaking of that, what is with his fucking inability to buck fucking FDR? Right. You, you know, it, ah, God, there there are so many aspects to AEW that I fucking enjoy, but there's so much of it that I fucking hate. So, uh, before before my executive producer gets mad at me for cursing too much, and I, and. Uh, and um going over our cursing quota.
1: Hold uh, well, no, on, hold on, hold on, Ben. Before we, uh, before we uh, log off and go into commercial, let's finish this review up. Uh, what, do you, what do you give this match? I, I would, I would give it a three-star. Okay, so apparently uh, 54 gave it a four-star and... Um, oh, that's entirely too kind. But overall, what do you give the show itself? I would give it a four star overall. All right, overall, uh, the show got a five star. Eh,
2: well, <laughs> these, these these people just are entirely too kind. It's it's almost as it's almost as if you're looking at Bleacher Report for your overall
1: ratings, right? It's like, jeez. And I am not even doing that. I, I have a Wrestling Data open, uh, which is a, a site that I've been using for years. I absolutely love that. If you want to know results from any pay-per-view, or you want stats on any wrestler, like matches or whatever, go with Wrestling Data, and uh, you'll find it there. Definitely. That's a cheap plug
2: as we go into commercials. That is a cheap
1: plug because I enjoy that site. I love that.
2: No, and I I do too. I've actually used it on several different occasions. Yep. So very good. We'll be right back with our uh, final segment of the uh, of the show. The force wrestling roulette
1: All right. So that is our review of NXT Takeover Brooklyn three. Now, Ben, I found this uh, before we went on the air.
2: What's that?
1: Uh, Impact wrestling had what they like to call their biggest show of the year bound for glory that took place last night from the washington avenue armory in albany new york
2: all they, right they, they don't do a very good job of
1: advertising their shows they do not because, and i'll tell you why because if i didn't tune into impact last saturday night i wouldn't have known that bound for glory was on
3: <laughs> so, yeah well.
1: So here we go, the first match on the card, Impact Digital Media Champion Brian Myers defended his title against Dirty Dangle.
2: Oh, God. Von Dago made his Impact Wrestling debut and thus the career descent begins.
1: Frankie Kazarian defeated Speedball Mike Bailey.
2: So so wait a minute. So who who won um who won against uh with Dirty oh Yeah, and, uh... yeah, Brian
1: Brian Myers defeated defeated him. Oh oh okay. So he saw so Frankie Kazarian defeated Speedball Mike Bailey to become the new X Division champion. Mickey James defeated Mia Yim in the last rodeo match.
2: What what the what the hell is a last rodeo match? <laughs>
1: I have
0: no idea.
1: Um, Jessica and Tyo Valkyrie defeated VSK or no VXT for the Impact uh, to become the new Impact Wrestling Knockout Tag Team Champions. So VXT being Chelsea Green and Diana Prado. Okay. Honor No More, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett hold on to the Impact Wrestling Tag Team Championships, defeating Motor City Machine Guns. Then we had a Call Your Shot Gauntlet match. Now the names in this match were Bupinder Gujar, Bobby Fish, Eric Young, Giselle Shaw, Heath, Joe Hendry, Johnny Swinger, killer kelly mac cardona moose pco rhino rich swan sammy Callahan, savannah evans steve macklin tasha steals taylor wilde and tommy dreamer and the winner of this gauntlet match was bully ray but he wasn't even in the match
2: he made a he he made a
1: surprise return i guess
2: and, and and my other question is um why was it an intergender match? I have
1: no idea. How
2: <laughs> how are the females supposed to win an intergender match? <laughs> I
1: have no idea. You see how messed up this company is? Then well, we have wait, but 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 hang on a
2: second. And and I'm not being a smart ass. I'm, I'm legitimately No, hang
1: on. Was, was this a battle royal? No, it it says calling your shot gauntlet match. Okay, no, so... I'm confused uh, by, so by this. I don't I, I, I'm
2: guessing by pinfall or submission, right? So um,
1: how are the women supposed to pin the men? Unless they had like... Uh, unless they had like... I am so confused by this. I really don't know how this <laughs> worked. I, I just... I don't... That that Uh, makes zero sense. uh, Jordan Grace defeated Masha Slamovich to hold on to the Impact Knockouts Championship. Masha who? (laughs) uh, Masha Slamovich. Okay. In the Spotlight segment, Masha Slamovich, nationality is Russian. She, another, her ring name Other ring names that she used was Skin Ripper and she has been in AEW. Um yeah, she's been in AEW G C W and N W A as well as Combat Zone and Shakara.
2: Good lord, she looks she looks like a weirdo.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you a picture. Hold on. she right, she's yeah, she got that red hair, that pink hair, whatever, right? Well, yeah, but, but I mean, it's what, what
2: the fuck is this? Hold on.
0: All, All right. right, let's take a
1: look at what we have here. Oh, hold on, hold on. I'm right. the. Right.
2: On the fly, sorry. I just I I have to show my co-host this because I'm a little I'm a little scared by what I'm witnessing. <laughs> Is it scarier than my movie posters? It, it looks like she should be a star of one of your movie posters. Oh, to be she, honest, oh, <laughs> I, I could
1: probably make a poster with her on there. I should do that. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Oh, good Lord. Yeah, that's her. Ash Osamovich.
2: With the Yeah. All
0: right.
1: In the main event, we had uh, an Impact Wrestling Champion, Josh Alexander, defeating Eddie Edwards. I
2: like Josh Alexander.
1: So, yeah, overall, uh, Impact Wrestling is just a very weird company. That uh, It's like, okay... If I'm sitting there watching it and I've never seen it, I would be like, What side of hell did I land on? <laughs> I mean, is that, like... is that your new favorite catchphrase? Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: now, and let uh, me, okay, so oh, I was going to tell you about this new team or whatever. I think this happened on Impact Wrestling. Um, So, Johnny Swinger, okay, backstage. Like he's got like his uh women, okay. So apparently um Taya Valkyrie and uh, uh no, it was Jessica that came in and like they were hitting on the two guys. All right? So then uh Chinese Swinger's uh female friends um, had a problem. So apparently there was a match set up and it was uh Jessica and Taya versus Swingerella. Which was the name given to Johnny Swinger's two friends.
2: Oh, God.
1: So the overall impact wrestling is a mess. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh,
2: Jesus Christ.
1: So that that's uh, bound for glory. We'll be back in a second.
2: What are you doing? <laughs>
1: All right. So I found the top seven theme song list for you, Ben oh
2: god here we go
1: here we go uh now i'm gonna let the songs play and then i'll tell you what number they're ranked all right is this gonna piss me off i don't know i haven't heard this myself this is my first time hearing it okay So, I let you hear all the songs. Mm -hmm. Now, now I'm going to tell you what order they are in. At number seven, Roman Reigns. Justice. (laughs) (laughs) At number six, Alexa Bliss. Okay, I like it so far. At number five, Toxic Attraction. Okay. And number four, The Usos.
3: So far, so good.
1: And number three, Bianca Belair. Yes. And number two, Seth Rollins. Very good. And at number one, Johnny Gargano. I universally agree. That is is the most perfect
2: themes list that has ever been <laughs> featured on this motherfucking show thank you thank you thank you usually you, now i want you to under, understand the gravity of what of what has just taken place here folks usually when when Leo surprises me with these lists which is which is exactly what he did here i usually have a significant problem with these just just See my uh, my former my former feud with an online personality known as Amber Jackson. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you
2: know, I just you know I don't I don't like these things with they give me heart palpitations. I thought <laughs> what? But, but, that, but this list was absolutely perfect from front to back. So I appreciate that, Elliot. Thank you.
1: All right, we'll all be back shortly while for Wrestling Roulette. I'm just gonna get the playlist set up. Very good. All right, Ben, are you ready for Wrestling Roulette? Yes, sir. Now, the way this works, I play 10 seconds of 21 clips. My co-host has to guess whose theme, which wrestler that theme belongs to. Ben, are you ready for your first one? Yes, sir. Is that Jinder Mahal? That's Jinder Mahal. You're on the board with one. Okay. All right.
2: I'm not really sure what that one is.
1: You know what? It doesn't even give me a name here. So you know what? We're going to we're going to skip that one. I'm going to give you another one. Cuz that's all fair that to, to give you that one and there's not even any any uh, name here. Okay. So I still have one.
2: You know I'm having trouble hearing that can you can you cancel the background noise?
1: There is no background noise you mean the 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 yeah it sounds like wind I can't do that that's this thing up here over my head oh okay um well Let I me, wouldn't uh... Let me just replay it, hold on. I'm gonna move in over here, I can, I'm fine. I should be fine for this.
2: That is, that is much better audio, um, but um, I still don't know who that is.
1: Oh, you know, I, I had my iPad on the side here. It might have been my computer that was making that noise. That's why it was like that. Oh, I, I, I I have it on my uh, keypad board right now. Okay, Very good. So that is Sting.
2: That was Sting? Yeah, Holy
1: that's the uh, WB theme. Damn, all right. So we have three already down. Okay, you only got one. All right, here we are. are
2: That was the Nation of Domination, and that was our third because we canceled the second one. That's right. That
1: was that. uh, Yeah, that was our third. Two, Two and one. You know, you keep track of like how many songs—uh, twenty-one songs. Just don't keep a score like two and one or whatever. Just keep track of uh, how many songs I play, okay. and, uh, and I'm keeping track of the score. Okay. All right. So, initially you got two. Was that uh Nikki Cross? Nikki Cross. Please bring that theme back.
2: Yeah, seriously.
1: So yeah, so you are up to three now. Okay, here we go. This will be the fifth track. Here we go.
2: i couldn't pick any you know what
1: you know what you can't really tell anything from that beginning because it was way too long Uh, that was the undertaker's uh theme okay so let me give you another one there so it's still you still have four songs
0: listen
2: uh i'm not sure
3: that
1: is gregory helms i uh nope wasn't i like got that that's for sure all right so here we go with the next one uh we are up to six tracks Uh Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon, you were up to four. Alright, track eleven.
2: Becky you, That wasn't track eleven. That was track seven.
3: Are you sure? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Cause I'm right. I'm five and two overall. Oh okay. yeah.
1: Alright, so five and TV wheel.
0: it's time. It's time. It's
1: Vader. 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 So you're up to six.
2: Dusty roads.
1: Dusty roads. You're up to seven.
0: Yeah. All right. To the moon,
1: Cameron How do you know that? You always mm. get that. That's another one. Okay, now you're up to eight.
3: I'm passed. I'm not sure.
1: Okay. Yeah. You know what? We didn't pass on that. That was Ricky Steamboat. You wouldn't have gotten that, though, from just that. Because if, if I let it play a little more, hold on.
3: Yeah, I would have got that. Then you
1: would have got yeah. All right. So, you yeah. seven and three. Here we go. Yeah, seven. No, right. I would have eight. I I only missed two. Oh, yeah, eight and two. Well, including this one. Yeah. That's three. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Doink. Doink the clown. Nine and three. All right.
2: Alexa Bliss.
1: Alexa Bliss. All right. You're up to ten.
0: <laughs> yeah, baby. tell
1: Natalia. Natalia. Eleven and three. Yeah, eleven, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: not a clue that is eve torres
2: i liked her i I thought they could have used her better all right 11 and 4
0: how do you like me now
2: bob howie no, it's not.
3: Oh my god!
1: It's got oh my god! It's hardcore hauling. I, I'm just messing with you. <sighs> okay, twelve and four.
2: <laughs> I
1: just have to mess with my <laughs> 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 Christian, <laughs> Alright I'm thirteen and four. Wow, what is wrong with you? Okay, go on. Here we go.
2: Is it a deal? No. Okay.
3: That cool. is.
1: K Quick. Oh, okay. All right. So Ron we're. Ron Killings. <laughs> 13, so to, 13 and,
2: and five.
1: 5. Not bad. All right. So you're up to. Eight. So that's 18 tracks down. Here we go, number 19. We have three more to go. Are you ready? Yes, sir. I don't know. That's Tina Brooke, and no one could possibly get that from that noise. Uh, well, yeah. That was noise. Come on, I, yeah, I I've never. Yeah, gotten we're not, that we're one. not. We're not going to count that one. Give me, give me another one. Nobody another gives one. It. Okay. Nobody okay. gives a shit. The final three. Here we go. Take the L on that one. That is Deuce and Domino. Okay. No. Well. All right. Thirteen and six, but still better than Dana Brock. Come on. Exactly. Thirteen and six. Okay. Last two. You ready? Yeah.
2: Uh. Not
3: sure.
1: That is Biggie. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Alright, so you are um thirteen and seven. Thirteen and seven. this is the last one, Ben. Yep. Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock, 14 and 7. Ben it on Wrestling Willett on this show. Yeah, I did really good today. All right, so we he bring this show to a close? Absolutely, man. It's
2: so a really fans, good show.
1: That is it for us for this week. Enjoy Extreme Rules. Tonight, we will be back on Tuesday with all your post-show results from tonight's pay-per-view my co-host ben i'm elio this is the pc podcast ben say goodnight to the fans Good night to the
2: fans and don't forget we'll be joined by our special guest host ash and this time he'll be joining us for the full ride of our extreme role yes, show that should be a fun
1: show so exactly tune in for that one on tuesday night